0: Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my co host, Alex Wilson. And somebody got paid today, Andrew Thomas, with a five year mega million contract extension, making him the second highest paid offensive tackle in the NFL. He got $67 million fully guaranteed, which is record breaking the highest that an offensive tackle has ever received in the history of the NFL. Well, I think it is well deserved. The Giants locking in their blindside protector through the 2029 season and this contract what's the word I've been using all season Alex flexible the Giants opened up a bunch of cap space for this upcoming season by extending Andrew Thomas lowered his cap hit for the first year yes they'll have to pay him a boatload down the road but we're okay with that because we know that Andrew Thomas is a franchise left tackle one of the best offensive tackles in the entire NFL and we're really excited by this news and we're going to go ahead and break it down for you right here on Fireside Giants but before we do all that make sure to leave a like if you did if you do enjoy this episode subscribe to the channel if you are new ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section if you're listening on apple or spotify please make sure to leave us a five-star review and go ahead and follow us on social media at fireside giants we're everywhere so go ahead and give us a follow without further ado alex how are you feeling today it's the start of training camp today and we
0: got some exciting news what is your reaction to andrew thomas signing this contract I am doing freaking amazing. Guys, we have a 24-year-old bookend left tackle, franchise left tackle locked up for the next seven freaking years. 24 years old, guys. Uh, I mean – How could I not be happy? Joe Shane just said it. Ecstatic. We got Andrew Thomas, Dexter Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley locked up for the upcoming season, most of which are well beyond that. They spent $365 million this offseason on DJ, Dexy, and now Andrew Thomas. And the money is perfect, guys. I wrote an article this morning. I'm going to kind of read a little bit from it uh, to give you guys an idea of how well that this front office structured these contracts for the future. Now, Thomas is a little interesting because they guaranteed his salaries for basically up until, like, 2026 or 27. So they really gave him the bag, like, one of the biggest bags I've ever seen. And, you know, Anthony, you said it, one of the biggest bags ever recorded in the baggage of NFL history. And, you know, now we're sitting here like, okay, it's a good bag because – Five years down the line, guys, think about how the market has been exploding the last couple of seasons, how much money quarterbacks are getting, left tackles are getting. It is really hard to find bookend left tackles in this day and age. It's really hard to draft them, develop them, and find guys that are just consistent year in and year out. Andrew Thomas is one of those dogs. And I'll tell you this right now. That contract is going to look like an absolute freaking steal. Seven years we have him under contract, guys. In the next three years there's going to be multiple players that get more money than him. He's averaging $23.5 million per season. That's the second most behind Laramie Tunsil. So, you know, you look at, um, you know, the guaranteed money is more for what it's worth. So that's kind of why the contract is a little bit more prominent. $67 million guaranteed at signing, whereas Tunsil got $60 million. So, you know, thinking about what the Giants can actually do here in terms of the future, they've set themselves up really, really nicely because two of the contracts, specifically um, Daniel Jones and... Uh, Dexter Lawrence they have really really good structures there so Daniel Jones signed a four year 160 million dollar deal they have a potential exit in 2025 that would basically be an 18 million dollars uh dead cap hit so you know theoretically speaking if the Giants want to move on from DJ after two years which I think is like a worst case scenario you want him to keep getting better and keep being our franchise quarterback and keep doing the great things that we saw him do last year career low uh interceptions with only five you know protected the ball look better in the pocket you improve the offensive line you improve the playmakers theoretically speaking is just going to get better. So Daniel Jones hopefully doesn't have to be cut in two years, but the Giants protected themselves if they need to uh, go in that direction. So they can move on after 2025 if they want to. Jones' salary cap hits in 2023 and 2024 are $21.75 million and $45 million. So it skyrockets next year. The dead money um, is $82 million this season and then $63 million next year. So they're getting rid of that dead money early so they can move on if they need to in the future, which is exactly what they needed to do because Daniel Jones, as we know, uh, while we're very optimistic, he can take a big step forward. You never want to lock yourself into a corner um, at, at any position. So the Giants struck this really well so they saved themselves from potentially getting hurt if, if things go south, which hopefully, as I said, do not happen. Um, now you look at Andrew Thomas, the five years, $117.5 million. Um, you know, those guaranteed money, the guaranteed salaries, 23, 24, 25, and 26, plus roster bonuses at $2.5 million to $5 million throughout this deal in each offseason. So he, he stands to make a stupid amount of cash. Um obviously he deserves it. He's 24. He gave up a sack over the last 2 years, guys. He's given up a sack once every 329 offensive snaps. You tell me, sounds pretty damn good. I think that that's just an incredible statistic. Every 329 snaps, he gives up a sack, meaning he just kicks ass basically all season long. You know what I mean? Like he just kicks ass like every like I mean if you look at the season like 18 weeks, every like 6 weeks he gives up a sack it's kind of crazy um last year he gave up three uh, three sacks in consecutive games but he was also sick during those games i remember it um so i'll give him a break there so you know if you actually factor that in it's it's probably less now you look at Dexter Lawrence's contract, four years, $87.5 million for our best defender, and it's not even close, 70 pressures last year, nine sacks, he basically was our run defense. He played 977 snaps, despite the fact this man weighs 342 freaking pounds. How does he keep going? I don't know. The guy is unstoppable. I love Dexter Lawrence, we all do. He's a stud. Now, you know, his contract is pretty awesome um, because he has a dead cap hit of $6.6 million this year. So like, you know, or rather his cap hit is six point six million million so you look at his actual um, salary hit this year it's extremely low so the giants were able to bring in some free agents and help this team in 2023 he'll have a forty six point five million dollar dead cap hit this year though and 39.8 million next season so what does that mean they can do the same thing with Daniel Jones as they do with Dexter Lawrence if they want to get out of the contract in two years they can they have a team option in 2026 if they want to get out 8.8 million dollars in dead money next to nothing you know depending on how he develops and goes he's also very young so I feel like this is you know the Giants protecting themselves and of course, we're Giants fans. We want that security. They protected themselves. They locked in their big money guys, but they also have the choice. If they keep kicking ass, they're going to get them at a really at a really good price down the road because these these prices, these contracts are just going to keep getting more expensive with the TV deals getting more, uh, with the scarcity of impact players like this. So ultimately, the Giants, what a job by Joe Shane and Co. This dude, he, like this man, shefted up. Michelin star offseason. The next thing to do here, though, the next element for the Giants to take a big step forward is for the draft picks to pan out. Because if the draft picks don't pan out, then you have to spend more money. That's not what the Giants want to do. But that's why you have such a good coaching staff. Deontay Banks, we're hoping Cordell Flaw takes a big step forward. Last year, we were really unlucky with all the season-ending injuries to our rookies. Darian Beavers, Marcus McKeithen, Wandale Robinson, even Josh had that had that neck injury that really limited him. So, you know, I, I feel pretty confident right now. The Giants changing the turf, getting healthy, another really strong draft class with Hyatt, JMS, and Deontay Banks, plus a couple nice mid-round, late-round guys. I mean, guys, I mean, the ceiling's, the ceiling's sky high. I can't even see it. This, this team is doing everything the right way. The, the contracts are perfect. They're locking up impact positions that are positional, positionally valuable. And Anthony, I know I just kind of ranted there for a couple minutes, but I think I got through a lot of information ultimately talking about why this team is positioned so well for success you sure did i think you made a
1: lot of really good points and one thing that i want to comment on that you mentioned is the way that the market is changing year by year right because if you remember a few months ago a lot of a lot of fans were saying Daniel Jones overpaid, $40 million, not worth it. Well, Justin Herbert just got paid yesterday. He's coming in at $52-something million dollars, uh, on average annual salary going forward. So you made a good point there when you're saying that the contracts that the Giants are signing now, they're kind of getting in on the ground floor here with a lot of these guys. Andrew Thomas getting the $23.5 million per year, making him one of the highest paid tackles in the NFL, Think about what that that that's gonna look like in five years, the highest paid tackle in the NFL. We could be talking 30 plus million dollars. Meanwhile, Andrew Thomas, if he continues to play at this level, he'll probably be a better player than whoever's making the 30 million down the road. So the Giants are doing the right thing, extending these guys as soon as humanly possible. They could have waited on Andrew Thomas. This was a deal that I didn't know if it would get done now, mid season at the start of next offseason. They get it done now, and by doing that, they save themselves a lot of money in the long run. So and that's the same thing that they did with Dexter uh lawrence for what it's worth and even with daniel jones like i said daniel jones making 40 million per year some thought it was an overpay i thought it was a fair valuation of the player considering where the market is going and that really that opinion just gets proven correct time and time again with the way that these quarterbacks keep getting paid more and more every single time the next guy resets the market i mean justin herbert just came in at 52 what the hell is joe burrow coming in at when he gets that extension 55 60 who knows but soon enough it's going to be normal for quarterbacks to be making probably 60 million per year those top guys so when you're looking at the way that the market is moving the giants are really smart to to be signing these players to these extensions right now this offseason daniel jones at 40 million good deal andrew thomas at 23.5 an excellent deal and the other thing about this contract that i really really love like you said alex He's under contract through 2029. He's only 24 years old right now. He'll be 31 by the time this contract expires. That's when you're ready to just move on to getting him one of those lower end short term contracts because he's at that second stage in his career. Like you have him now locked in for the entirety of his prime on a bargain deal for the next seven years, which is really, really exciting. So I love this contract by Joe Shane. Again, He just keeps killing it. I think every move that he's made this offseason, we've just met with tremendous amounts of praise. We've just had nothing but good things to say about Joe Shane. And especially when you're talking about getting these in-house talents signed for the long term, right? Because that's been a problem for the Giants for how long now? I mean, the last decade, they've had a lot of in-house talent. They always just let them go. You know, you could think about plenty of examples of that. But what I will say, Dave Gettleman, for all of his shortcomings, he did find a few gems for us. Andrew Thomas, Daniel Jones, and Dexter Lawrence were Dave Gettleman draft picks. I think that is something worth noting. The guy sucked at drafting past the first round, which is very evident from his uh, history, and he was also really bad at handing out contracts and free agency, but those first round draft picks, he had a pretty high hit rate, and we have to be pretty happy about that and show just a little bit of gratitude to Dave Gettleman on this beautiful day. But training camp's getting started. Andrew Thomas is getting paid. You got to think that the the vibe around MetLife Stadium right now is, is really positive. You know, Saquon Barkley as well got his contract yesterday. No. No more distractions there everyone seems happy Joe Shane's doing his thing Brian Dable's ready to go and I just can't wait for training camp to kick off here with the first practice I think it started about nine minutes ago at the time we're recording this so practice is about to begin we're gonna see Andrew Thomas take the field the newly paid Andrew Thomas take the practice field and get some reps in with his star quarterback or franchise quarterback Daniel Jones and I'm really excited but Alex you know when you're looking at the the, the Giants cap situation, I know, obviously, as you mentioned, you just wrote that tank of an article and you broke down all these contracts, but... The contracts that were just signed, let's look ahead a little bit. How do you think it affects the contracts that are yet to be signed? You know, you still got Xavier McKinney coming up here, possibly next offseason. We'll see how he plays this year, where his contract lies once we get to the offseason. You know, it's a little bit of a ways away. But right now, when you're looking at the way that the Giant salary cap is set up for the future, how easily can they afford to sign a top end safety like Xavier McKinney to an extension? Or maybe with the money that they just opened up, how likely do you think it is that they go ahead and spend it and improve a, a position of need before the start of the regular season
0: I mean it's a really good question right so what I will say is this and it kind of references my point I made a couple minutes ago if our draft picks pan out it keeps the costs down elsewhere you know what I mean Deontay Bakes panning out you know if you if Darian Beavers pans out if Micah McFadden pans out you know you if Ojalari pans out if you know Kayvon Thibodeau keeps playing well if our draft like Jalen High. you know if if you keep playing you keep getting guys that can supplement expensive contracts through the draft it allows you to spend elsewhere now the giants right now i think after that andrew thomas salary um i you know if we look into next season right now the, the team projects to have 60.2 million dollars um now uh, assuming right assuming that andrew thomas's cap is probably not that high um, i don't think they've factored in his deal just yet obviously so let, let's say It's probably going to be about $23 million. His cap hit next year, maybe um, somewhere around that range. So you're looking at like 50 mil the Giants have. And, you know, Adoree Jackson's off the books. Leonard Williams off the books they're probably either one or both are going to be replaced i think you probably draft somebody um to replace leonard williams like a big interior defense a big pass rushing like kind of interior defender uh we'll see kind of how they go about that maybe they keep him and they keep him at a cheaper cost who knows how, how that kind of goes but they have a lot of they have some dead money contracts um you know just some some rollover cash on uh you know add-on years that they have to deal with so there is a little bit of money there that they have to kind of take on but i'll say this the giants are pretty stru- are structured pretty well next year they have the their draft picks um you know deontay banks is getting like really little money because he was a late re- late first round pick so you're not paying seven million dollars for your first round picks anymore you're paying like three so it's a lot different um in terms of how much they're earning you know, the Giants were just paying a substantial amount to their first round picks all the time because they were top 10 picks every single year. Now you're, you're not looking at that. Now you have a good coaching staff. You can get top 10 value in the late first round and you're getting for half the cost. So that's kind of where the good coaching concept comes in a good uh, draft strategy. And um, then like Jalen Hyatt, like if he ends up panning out, he's making next to nothing. JMS, if he pans out making next to nothing as a second round pick. So you see where the Giants are going with this. The graveyard of mid round picks that Dave Gettleman kind of left us is gone. Like we're replacing those with our own, with our own guys and guys that have a lot of upside and a really good athlete so i think that right now i'm pretty confident that we're gonna have some pretty solid players on the team um now the future of this team is pretty bright considering all the money we have in the future look you build a roster around foundational pieces you have daniel jones as a foundational piece lawrence um andrew thomas then you have these foundational pieces locked in in 2025 the giants have 138 million dollars 137 million dollars despite the fact that Rather, with Andrew Thomas, probably somewhere around $110 million to spend. You keep drafting and you keep rounding out the roster with all of these cheaper options... And you're in a good spot. I think right now, like, I feel pretty confident. Like, we've protected ourselves long-term, but we also have a lot of financial flexibility down the road that can support um, adding new pieces to this team, um, especially, like, one-year deals, incentive-laden deals. Like, think about all the contracts we signed this offseason that were just one-year incentive-laden deals. Paris Campbell, like, you know, uh, Sean Robinson. You know, I think Rakeem Nunes Roche signed a two-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Saquon so, you know, Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Like <laughs> It's another one, another really good name to put out there. So, right now, I feel like we've done a great job. I mean, the future is bright. The cap space is secure. We have money to spend. We don't. We're not on five-year guaranteed deals that Gettleman left us with anymore. We're, are, the future is ours. Like the Joe Shane, all these contracts are Joe Shanes now. Like after this season, Kenny Galladay's dead money comes off the books. He's done with Sterling Shepard. Even has a void year. They set him to one-year extension, but he even has void year money. Um, next year, you have Leonard Williams void year money and, and, and Dory Jackson void year money because Gettleman just kept pushing it back down the road, and now they're They're finally like kind of coming to fruition but uh shane is doing a much better job of of giving the team options to get out of deals without strapping them with significant cost so and 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 for what it's worth the players that he's extending have a lot of upside like we haven't even seen the i don't think we've seen the best dexter lawrence or andrew thomas or daniel jones so you know you tell me like we didn't we're not signing guys at their peak like when we got james bradbury he was already at his peak you know when you got blake martinez he was already at his peak these guys are not at their peak yet and i think that that's what makes the difference between what we did in the past and what we did now these guys are not they're veterans but they're also young like 24 25 years old um with four or five year deals i mean like there's still more upside to have, and I think that's a really, really good thing because if they get better, these contracts are going to look like absolute steals.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the main point that we've been making throughout this episode. Like, these contracts fans might overreact say that's a lot of money to hand out to daniel jones that's a lot of money to hand out to a defensive tackle an offensive tackle whatever give it five years these deals are going to look like bargains i mean absolutely going to look like steals pennies on the dollar for dexter lawrence for andrew thomas and hopefully for uh daniel jones as well you know for what it's worth he still has a lot to prove of course we're confident in him but if he's able to play well this upcoming season if daniel jones goes out there and scores 30 touchdowns this year that's well worth the $40 million in this day and age uh, for the NFL at the quarterback position. Absolutely it is. But listen, Andrew Thomas, man, signing this big contract. Couldn't be more excited. What a great player. What a great person. Like, one of my favorite players on this team. Arguably the best player on the New York Giants roster right now. And now he's getting paid deservingly. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to watch these players take the practice field and go crazy at training camp. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know that they just took the field now. As we were recording, I was seeing some clips on Twitter just a second ago. Saw it. Kayvon Thibodeau out there, saw Saquon Barkley out there on the field. Couldn't be more excited. Training camp is going to be a lot of fun, and of course, we're going to be updating you on everything throughout training camp regarding the New York Giants right here on Fireside Giants. So, make sure to leave a like if you did enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel. If you are new, ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to leave us a five-star review and go ahead and follow us on Twitter slash X.com uh, Facebook, Instagram, Threads everything. We're everywhere. Fireside Giants at Fireside Giants. So uh, we'll catch you all in the next one. Have a good one. And let's go Giants.